0: in the trenches, 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 in the trenches. Alright,
1: I'm recording. Welcome everybody back to the podcast. I'm your host, Diamond Destiny, also known as Diamond of Faith. I am here with my guest, a musical artist, we went to high school together, Bryson Williams.
0: What's good, y'all? What's good? What's good?
1: All right. Today's episode is going to be on changes. There are so many seasons in life where we feel like where we're at right now is where we're going to be. And we don't know how long we're going to be there. Um, But looking back over your life, you can definitely say, like, there are certain times where they were temporary and you took what you took from it and you keep going. So for you, um, we, we both live in Charlotte. So did you move to Charlotte or were you a Charlotte native? Like you were born here.
0: Uh, so um, I was born in Columbia, Maryland. I was born up in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, lived there for three years. Like when I was three. We moved to um, Wilmington, North Carolina mm-hmm. and we stayed there. till I was about eight and then that's when we moved to Charlotte. And then, you know, I've been here. I've been here ever since.
1: All right. Well, Wilmington. That sounds fun
0: it's crazy we moved because it's not like <laughs> <we> <laughs> moved and it's not fun because like you know we were like young kids and stuff and like um you know there's much of a scene down there for like you know anything it's kind of like just a lot of like old people like
1: yeah no i feel you know that, that. <laughs> and it's like
0: people like oh like the beach but it's like it's but like what else is there you know what i'm saying hey, we, yeah we, yeah we so many times before it starts being like boring so we literally moved to Charlotte because there's like more stuff to do here. And like, you know, being kids, we were kind of just like, I used, there wasn't a lot of things to get involved with at the time. So um my dad was like, yeah, we got to move. We got to get Charlotte like, involved in something. Very, very boring. My only memories is like playing video games, like in my room, like just, <laughs> with all my brothers, Those are, like the fondest memories that I have living there. Yeah. The so like.
1: No, it's so funny that you say that, because I took a few trips out to Wilmington, and it's just like you described, like, it's a lot of old people.
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's a nice little, like, weekend trip, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, to live there, it's like, there's nothing going on. It's just a lot of, like, old buildings, and, like...
1: <laughs> He's it's not just, lying, y'all. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, man, and when you're a kid, it's just like, because you can't go, there's no, like, nightlife, you know? To,
1: right, yeah, yeah. Lunch
0: we couldn't like leave our cul-de-sac either that was like a thing like our parents would let us leave the cul-de-sac so we just rode our bikes (laughs) (laughs) so like that's like that was like the first that was like the first couple years of life for me so I was just like yeah
1: so coming from where you came from so Maryland to Wilmington and then to Charlotte now as a kid I'm guessing you were like eight or nine once you finally got to Charlotte what were like your your first thoughts, like, this is a big city here, you
0: know? Yeah, it was just like a lot going on. Like, I remember, cause I was, cause I was like eight or nine. So I got here like in second grade and, but I came at such like a weird time. I came, it was like um, April, I think. So it was like the end of the year, like April, May. So there's like not a lot of school left. So it's yeah, yeah, no, like kind of for days, like two weeks or something. But I get here and there's like, seems like there's just so much to do. There's like so much more like going on. And I'm like, man, y'all got a basketball team. <laughs> like, I was like so hyped, you know what I'm saying? Just like just the fact that I could go like up to, like uptown was such like a big deal for me like to go up there. So it was cool, man. It was just a lot going on.
1: So, yeah. There's always cute. something to do in Charlotte. <laughs>
0: yeah. Facts. Like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was, I was raised here. So for me, I'm like, That's Charlotte. Like, I don't even yeah. think about it. But um, I'm sure, like you said, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, there's so much to do around here.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, so when you came to Charlotte, my question is, when you came to Charlotte, you know, we say, oh, we got East Charlotte, you know, we have uh, North Charlotte, South Charlotte. So were you in the Marvin area at that time?
0: Yeah. Um, but like, we didn't like necessarily like live around that area at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I'm, um, you know, like Weddington. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, like yeah,
0: yeah it was like around there. We should live around there, and we should just like wake up like mad early and just like go all the way like to Marvin. So like we stayed around there for about a year, and then we moved to Marvin afterwards. So uh, we were around that area.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Time. So for you, everything so far was like, you didn't really, I'm sure from a young kid's mind, you don't really think much about um, race or like money or things like that. Whatever you grow up with is like what you grow up with. You don't really. So uh, for those of y'all that don't know some background, like. So the area that I'm talking about, like that Marvin, Weddington, uh, South Charlotte area is like mostly white. (laughs) And so uh, what I'm getting to is, uh, okay, a little bit about me, some background. Um, I, even though I'm from Charlotte, we were staying in like uh, a little outside of Charlotte, like Matthews. Um, There are a lot more Black people, Hispanics and uh, Asian and whatever else is out here. More
0: culture out there.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So... um, I had gone to different schools, uh, middle schools, elementary schools, and in high school, my 10th grade year, I had left and gone to the Marvin area, and that's how we ended up at the same high school, so I was probably like 15, 16 years old um, when I got there, so of course you growing up in that area from a younger age, um, from me already being about 15 and then moving to that area, I'm sure my opinion of you know, life and culture there was different from yours, yeah. um, so we'll get more into that <laughs> in a moment, um, but back to your music, so you're an artist, and uh, we know that artists, uh, whatever they put in their music is a reflection of their life, of uh, their experiences, and things that they went through, um, but most importantly, like, it's just the individual, so they're the, right. the the power that you have within being an individual and having a story that only Bryson Williams could have. Exactly. Yeah. And I see that reflected in your music. I actually just listened to, um, to Teal and Beige. I mm-hmm. liked it. I mean, there were a lot of songs on there that I liked. Like, I it. yeah. Yeah, and- and Martin. honestly, um, in your song, Keys, uh, you were saying, who else out here is in the 704 sounded like me? Like, <laughs> no one. I'm going to just tell you that right now. No <laughs> one. Like, and if y'all haven't heard his music, like, go listen to it. Check it out. And for those of you who might be like, oh, well, you know, I sound like that. You know, I'm making, I'm sorry. I just haven't heard of you yet. But hey. i Bryson. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I was uh, crazy, like we weren't even supposed to, like, really do anything with that song, like, I was just, because, like, funny thing about that verse, too, I was, uh, I am I work the next morning, and, like, I just couldn't sleep, like, I really couldn't sleep, and this is like, 1 a.m., and I'm just, like, tossing, turning, whatever, so I was, like, you know what, let me, like, listen to some music on my phone, whatever, so I can't sleep. That's how it started. <laughs> exactly, and I found this beat on Spotify, and I was, like, yo, let me, let me like, write songs to it, like, whatever, and I, what I wrote, I'm like, yo, this, is, this shit is crazy, like, objectively speaking, bro, like, not even, like, awesome cocky. I'm like, yo, this verse is crazy, so, um, I think about a month or two later, Ryan, you know, RM, uh, he went to Marvel, yeah, yeah. yeah, he um, did, he sent, he sent me a bunch of beats, and that was one of them, and i was like yo i kind of just like this verse i wrote like one night or whatever i just rapped on the beat like i, I literally say like i'm eating pizza like in the beginning of the shit <laughs> yeah. because like, i'm not taking it serious i'm just like yeah just what it is like like yo like should... just vibing yeah and he's yeah. like
1: what
0: the f- you just like vibing you vibing <laughs> i was like yeah bro i didn't really think it was that big of a deal so we ended up using it mostly because like he was with it um I do like that verse I wasn't planning on doing anything with it not that it's like a bad song or anything but you know I just wrote that randomly one night and that's kind of what it was not really too much went into it so yeah
1: let's yeah. came out good
0: <laughs> yeah man I can't complain you know yeah. everyone had to shot that video for me man shout out Devin, man
1: yeah, shout out to Devin. We don't. It's funny because on the podcast we just call him Kunai Chrome. So many of y'all yeah. watching might not even know who we're talking yeah, about. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like I'd be one to say Kunai Chrome, but I've I've known this dude since like I call that yeah. Devin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. I've known him
0: for like too long. So I was like Devin. So I got a Chrome, Chrome.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. Like, cause actually when I first, uh, Devin showed me a few of your songs, I don't remember which ones, but he first showed me your songs. I was like, this is you, right? I thought this was Devin rapping. I was like, what? I was like, you guys sound so much alike on the track. I was like, do you know that? Like, does he know that?
0: He said that one time. And, um, cause you know, he, he be, he be singing this. like He really be on his singing.
1: Yeah, he did.
0: So, <laughs> so he, so he kind of gives me. I'm like, yo, if I sound like you, maybe I could get into that pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, he said that to me one time that like he would post some stuff or post like both of our, um, both of our songs, and people would be like, yeah, like I sound alike or whatever.
1: Yeah, no, for real. I think y'all did a song together, and I was like, who is who? And then yeah. I was like, "Nah, his style's a little different. His style's a little different from yours. Like, that's the only way I was able to tell.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Be honest. Be honest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's actually how we met. So for y'all watching, uh, we met through my brother. So uh, he was friends with you in high school. Um, and y'all, y'all were, like, chill. Y'all were cool. Y'all talked. And even after high school, y'all stayed friends. Yeah. And then so by the time I started my podcast, I was like, yo, I'm trying to get artists on here. I'm trying to get, you know, anybody who has jewels to drop, you were invited. And I was like, you know what? Your friend who makes music, Bryson, would he be interested? And Bryson said, yeah, and here we are yeah. today. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah, you plugged me, man. You plugged me in. So <laughs> for
1: sure. Yeah. So actually, this transitioned us to our next topic. So back to high school back to people back to uh, change. So when in high school, uh, what most people I think they can agree when I say this, like, you don't stay with who you were friends with then like the things that you think are so important then once you get out of high school once you dip you're like i don't even care about half that stuff like my whole life is different
0: right yes oh my god like this I was like why was i tripping about that like why was i even like and yeah like the people to your circle gets smaller and like you know and you just stop worrying about stuff that you were worried about for the past 4 years and it was like why was i even tripping about like that doesn't even matter day to day so Yeah, it's definitely a, you know, that's life,
1: though, you know? Yeah, it
0: is. Yeah. Just realizing what's important and what's not, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, for real. I think the interesting thing that uh, I would want to know is, like, for you and just having been in that environment longer than me, are there certain things that, like, once you graduated and you went to college, you were like, they do it like this out here? What what were we doing in high school?
0: Listen. Listen, like <laughs> yo, like I don't know if I don't know if like Devin told you this or anything, Kuna. I don't know if he told you this or anything, but um I went to AT uh my freshman year and coming oh. To Marvin. <laughs> oh my goodness, bro. And just like and like it was it's almost like sad at the same time because I didn't grow up with a lot of people who like looked like me, you know. Yeah. When I went to ANT, I was like
1: Whoa, HBCU. Like,
0: I remember going in that cab for the first time, bro, and I was, like, seeing all, like, these, like, Black people, bro, and I was, like, and just not kind of feeling alienated, but it's, Mm -hmm. like, weird at the same time, like, I, like, it's, it's just weird, it's, uh, it's it's so weird, but I loved it, you know? Yeah. It just kind of, like, it was, like, a disconnect, like, growing up, I really didn't grow with a lot of, like, um, Black people, really, you know, that wasn't my family, and, um, yeah, man. And I just got out there, and like the music, how people talk, how they dress. Like I felt like I had to come with it every day. Like as far as like, yeah. I,
1: was-
0: <laughs> I was like, yo, and Marvin. I just put on some like some basketball shorts and like it's
1: yeah. Black I- people keep you accountable. <laughs> they uh, be like was- they will they- call you
0: out. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get my shit together, bro. Like I gotta like I gotta get some shit, man because they was coming with it every day. It Was like some yeah.
1: With-
0: I was like you just going to class, bro, like, you just going to be, like, so I, I just set my shit up, but it, it was beautiful, man, like, honestly, it was like a, I needed that experience coming from where we came from.
1: Amen. Like, <laughs>
0: it, like it, it was crazy, you know, I didn't end up staying for, like, other reasons, but mm-hmm. it was definitely a crazy experience, it was definitely a really good experience, really good memory, mm-hmm. so, yeah, man.
1: One thing I would say is like, I'm low-key jealous, bro my parents I don't know what they were on but they were like they did not tell us about HBCUs like they made it a point because like they tell us about everything so the fact that they didn't tell us about HBCUs I was like yeah they don't want me around these black people (laughs) like (laughs) and it's crazy right because it's not like a a, like a colorist thing or anything like that I just think that they were like the culture like partying and stuff like that they were trying to keep us away from but like I the funny thing is I went from uh like when I was younger being around being around like a lot of black people hispanics and then like as time went on it was like less and less and less of that and I was like yo yeah, yeah, yeah. one day I just look around and I'm like is this my life like when I was at Marvin I remember I had like a lot of white friends but I was glad because I had come from like an area where like a lot of white people were very racist so I was like the fact that I even found white friends I was like wow like this is yeah um,
0: yeah exactly I did too like you know just you know I feel like for the most part it was definitely kind of like an alienating like experience you know but at the same time like I still had like friends like I still like you know what I'm saying I went to like school dances and stuff like yeah or whatever like I still kind of had like a normal high school experience or whatever normal is but
1: you're right you find the cool ones (laughs) yeah
0: man I just you know, I was just kind of tagged along with them, whatever they did, you know, I have a little friend group and stuff, so, you know, I did have a pretty good experience, but at the same time, it was just like, you know, and the thing is, like, you don't even know, yeah, it's like, you don't even know, like, you're just, just the way you walk and talk, and then you go to a place that's literally the opposite of where you came up from, it's like,
1: yeah.
0: I was doing that, like, I was talking like that, I was hanging with those people, and, and, like, yeah, man, it's it's crazy, then It's hard to go back. Like, you know, once you, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you've been around, like, your people. Like, even at your... Here I
1: say the <laughs> phrase. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't even realize that.
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't realize that. But, yeah, yeah oh it's hard God. to go back, man. I'm just like, damn, I wish I grew up around, you know, my people more, man. It's just, like, even after I got older, like, more of my close friends, so that's just kind yeah. of out. So, yeah, it's the craziest.
1: I have yeah. to say, though, like, listening to your music, I would have never guessed that. Like, if I didn't know you, if I've never heard of you, like, if I lived a whole other state, I would have never guessed that about you. I'd have yeah. been like, oh, you down with the culture. You know what's up.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's <laughs> the thing, too. Like, I did grow up in a, in a white area, but, like, I grew up in a Black household, too.
1: Exactly. So you so. still have that, like, uh, it's weird. It's like a not a struggle, but I feel like black people just in general spend a lot of time translating, you know what I mean? Like, so if you're at home, you just talk how you talk, you know, it is what it is. you go out to different areas where people don't look like you and talk like you, you say things differently, you know, to to avoid the whole, why did you say this? Why did you do that? What? Like, I don't need 21 questions. I'm trying to eat my cereal before (laughs) it starts. Like,
0: (sighs) exactly. Like, you know, we're somewhat like before, but just like the shit I would say like how I would say like what do you mean by that I remember when I was a kid I was um one of my friends he like offered me something like it was I think I was maybe in first or second grade he offered me something I was like nah I'm straight he was like what I was like I'm straight like I'm like I'm straight on that he was like what do you mean like do you want it or not I'm like no I don't like I don't want this like he didn't get like I'm straight the
1: lingo yeah
0: He just that simple thing and I was like I was mad young so I was like damn I maybe have to like adjust how I talk like you know what I'm saying outside the house because that I'm straight man I'm good like I don't want it
1: yeah yeah
0: it's like really weird and I feel like when you're a kid and you experience that that kind of you know trickles down and you started it messes
1: with you yeah
0: yeah so it's like I really can't talk to these people how I want to talk so you kind of have to adjust it and Mm -hmm. it kind of starts to become like how you actually talk
1: yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I know another word that, like, you know, that that bothers people. Like, I I might mess up and say, "Oh, my bad." Like, you're bad. It is your bad, and um, I'm like, "Yeah,
0: yeah." What is
1: that? Like, when I first saw, heard someone do that, I was like, "Where did that come from?" Like, it's a trigger
0: that- <laughs> word for some people. Like, I don't know what that is. That gets people riled up for some reason. I yeah, have no idea. Is. Yeah, the lingo is definitely crazy. Like, sometimes, like, I've seen, like, movies and, like, a lot, like, a lot of other people that haven't seen, and it's like, y'all don't even get what I'm saying, and it's just, like, yeah, it's kind of a struggle.
1: Yeah. I definitely feel that as, like, Black people, we have to do a lot more adapting, so now we know, like, our culture, and we know their culture, and we know right. this culture, and we know, you know? And it right. makes you, like, a, like a jack-of-all-trades, you know? yeah.
0: For sure. Like I had a um I had an interview yesterday and uh, you know I was talking how I in my you know white people voice or whatever and I was doing this blah 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 blah. Get off the phone with them, talk to my brother, I'm like, yo, my n- I just body that shit, bro. Like I just was like, it was just like a switch. I'm like, all right, have a good evening, sir. And I just like switch, bro. Like you should have seen me on there, bro. I was talking to white people like
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yeah that is hilarious like for me especially the reason I say like I was low-key jealous that you went to HBCU when I left Marvin Ridge like I went to do x-ray and like there are not a lot of schools that do x-ray and then so I was thankful there was one in Charlotte but like in the medical field like just in general there are not a lot of like black men like that are like wanting to be in the medical field and so guess what was around me like more people that did not look or, like, talk or act or think like me. <laughs> so I like, oh, my gosh. This is my life yeah. now. And, like, that goes back to, like, what I was saying. Like, the topic is just, like, you might feel like this is forever, but it's really just a season. Like, it passes.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so
1: um the college was like two-year program but it ended up being three for me because I did like a little break year where I just took like all the prerequisites first get that out the way yeah and I enjoyed it it was good but I have to say like going straight from high school to being in a hospital environment I'm around adults all day like talking professionally helping people all day and so I felt like uh I didn't have like a college experience. I had like a workforce experience. Yeah,
0: no, yeah, straight to it. I know people who did that just went straight like to the workforce, like stuff like that afterwards. Like, yeah, they didn't have like that other, because I mean, college is like a very like social, it's like a very like social aspect of it. That's what it mostly is. That's kind of what school is. Like you kind of just learn how to like socialize. That's what a lot of it is. And, you know, to some degree, like, when you go to that from high school to, like, straight to, like, what you did, yeah. it's like, that part's not in it. It's just, like, a various. it's an adjustment, you know?
1: It is an adjustment. And so, like, I was thinking, you know, God, he, like, prepares people for whatever their next season in life is through, like, your past experiences. So I was like, is this going to be my life now? Like, being in hospitals around people that look and act nothing like me like I'll do it but I'm just saying like it's different from where I come from you know (laughs)
0: yeah exactly man trust me bro I ask myself that question every time I'm I'm at work bro I'm like is this like (laughs) is this what I'm (laughs) doing bro (laughs) every time the clock in I'm like I ask him that same question so I get it I get it
1: yeah so I was definitely I wouldn't say happy like this sounds bad, but like I was excited when uh, like when COVID first started and I was like, oh, dang, can't work now because it's so dangerous to be out there. I'm in this medical field, you know. Yeah. So what I did was I was like, what am I doing with my life now? When that happened to me, I was like, where am I going? What does God want me to do? Yeah. And so many people, you know, like they take it however they take it. Some people are like, I'm going to continue to work. This ain't stopping me. I'm going right. out here. And I was like, for me, like, I'm not going to do that because I live with other people and like I don't want to put their health at risk. Their yeah. immune systems might not be as great as mine. Like, yeah. I'm going to figure something out. And then so I was like, this is actually the perfect time for me to work on myself and like whatever else it is that I feel like I would like to do. Because for me, what a lot of people don't understand, and I think like I had family who were like working in the government and ex-military and stuff like that. And they were like, I don't agree. I don't think you should stop x ray da, 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 da. And I was like, mm, well, what they didn't understand was just that that was never my plan from the beginning. My plan was to use x-ray to fund like what I actually want to do. You and so, you. yeah. And so when this happened, I was like, well, I'm gonna just move right on along with my plan. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had ended up graduating, got the degree. So I can still work in that field. I'm still certified as an x-ray tech, but the difference is I'm yeah. just not doing that right now. And so I was like, well, let me go on social media. What do I do? Let me show that off. So I don't know if like Devin's shown you or whatever, but like I w- I'm working on music right now. I haven't put anything out, but I have music that I'm working on.
0: Yeah. Um, he showed me a couple snippets. So I was like,
1: okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah and I was like but I also just want to use whatever I do for like the glory of God and you know kingdom and all that kind of stuff so uh that's why I came up with the name Diamond of Faith I'd, I'd try to you know do this podcast and reach people and things like that yeah for sure yeah and so um I was like if seat. I'm glad that that was just a season, that that wasn't forever, because um looking back, I can say, okay, I learned the skills that I learned from being in the hospital and doing, you know, x-ray and talking to patients every day, and I can use that now. Like, I'm talking with you, like, yeah. this is our first time, like, video chat, and we're just talking, we're having a great time. Right, right, right. But I don't think I would have been able to do that had I gone, like, straight from high school and been like, all right, let's start this right now.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I feel like a lot of people have that, like, awakening
1: yeah like,
0: you know the thing that they were doing for such a long time like you can't do that anymore you can't go out anymore you can't do this this and that and so it was just like you and like you know your thoughts and it's like I right, like what do you want it's kind of it kind of gave you a chance for okay what do you want to do like
1: yeah you
0: know, like what's you know driving you or what's you know this this or that so I feel like that gave a lot of people you know when it first happened, like lockdown first happened when no one knew what the fuck was going on, we were sort of to staying inside and like, yeah, <laughs> it was scary, but like, that definitely gave a lot of people a reason to focus on themselves. Like, some people like worked out a lot, and some people like yeah. had to finally like do this and like, you know, wrote a book or like a yeah. verse or, or right started writing music more, whatever so i feel like that downtime definitely helped a lot of people i think it was really beneficial you know at the same time you know obviously you know condolences everybody who lost somebody and you know everybody yeah. was
1: rough time mm-hmm.
0: as well but you know on, on the on the other side of it people were you know pretty productive as well
1: yeah no exactly Exactly, I think that the important thing is that wherever you go in life, and whatever you decide to do, whatever season you feel like you're in, it's always important to surround yourself with like like-minded people. Because uh, yeah. if you have the right group, it's iron sharpening iron. If you have the the wrong group, it's crabs in a barrel.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know that's kind of why I'm happy. I you know I, I met a I met Devin man. Like I met him mm-hmm. in high school. I'm not sure when he went. So when did y'all come to? Um, or what year I guess did y'all start going to?
1: Uh, I graduated in 2017
0: so let me see I'm not sure if he was I don't I don't remember I thought I remember him seeing him around like before like 2015 because that's when I really started talking to him but I'm not he, sure like when he got there he was there in his junior year his junior okay yeah I was probably like 2014 2013 because so, I remember seeing him around before but we never like talked
1: yeah so, yeah
0: and um oh what were
1: you, this is a question I always wanted to ask wait I'll let you continue no, 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 go ahead. so like when you got when okay when like new students come to your school but like especially like black kids what do people say because like I always used to hear like people like whispering or whatever and I was like you can say hi to me like I'll say hi back like
0: uh, I mean honestly if I saw like I would be like hype as fuck I'm like yo there's, there's one more of us in. like there's another one in here bro hell yeah like and it was always cool like we were we was always like kind of cool with each other like we kind of all went in like different groups or whatever but we all like you knew what it was but um you know because i was a new kid like when i was young like in second grade i just remember my was like was just looking at me like people were just like staring at me but i don't know if it was could have be because i was new because i was black maybe because i was new and black it could have been all the above so um I'm not sure what they say, but they didn't say it to me. <laughs> what they say about <laughs> Black kids, <laughs> they could say something, but I, they didn't say it to me. But yeah. um, I remember seeing Devin around, but you know we never talked. Um, but we were in a, I met him in like a music, not music, um, uh, like a film class. Um, he would always have like these crazy videos. Like, he was always, he, I was like, why are you even like in this, bro? Like, you nice, yeah. man, everybody. In. Why are you even doing this, bro? Like, he was just so much better than everybody. But um, we met then. We started talking, and like, you know, you said iron sharpens iron. Like, we were kind of the same stuff. Like, we were both like in the art, and he was one of these like really creative, like art kids. And, you know, there weren't a lot of kids like that that were like black and who were actually like yeah. really good. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. so that's kind of what drew me down. I'm like, yo, he's interested in this like other shit. Like he's you know, he's kind of just like me. Like I'm into all this stuff too. So yeah. i kind of, like, bonded over that. And and it's funny, I actually hadn't seen him since 2016, like when he shot my video for um statues. That was the first time I had seen him since 2016. Like
1: when we graduated. Okay.
0: it had been three years. Like we messaged you like, all the time, like on Instagram, like for the past like you know three four years, but we just never like like sat down and like talked to you. So yeah, on that, that day I was like, bro, you know, this was the first time I've seen you since 2016. Like, so you know, definitely him in my circle definitely helps me a lot. Ryan as well, another black kid who just happens to like the same music who yeah. happens to produce like it was just like You'll almost work. like like yeah yeah <laughs> man i love right oh that's my guy
1: when i first met him i was like this dude got heavy new york vibes he was all like kanye west is the best i was like <laughs> i didn't even ask you about kanye like why are you getting so hype right now
0: <laughs> that man loves you some kanye bro he's gonna like, oh, tell you about some damn
1: kanye man yeah he was like he started it all if you say he didn't start it oh, all I you will feel-
0: lie <laughs> <laughs> Started it all, man. <laughs> so funny, man.
1: I'm not even kidding, bro. We had like a fire drill and the, you know, like when the teachers want us to like line up, he was out there, like in the middle of the fire drill, like, yo, you know, Kanye started it all. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't even ask you.
0: Just unwarranted, like just Kanye support. <laughs> He'll tell you about some damn Kanye, man. He's oh like, my gosh. He's, you know, he's one of my best friends, man. And just like, I'm happy to have met him too. You know, we were, um I met him freshman year of high school and just like, uh, like I said, like another black kid who happens like the same music that I do, who produces, it's just like so rare. It's like this, literally the stars lining up.
1: Yeah, I know for yeah. real.
0: Yeah, man. I remember those first days of like we were recording. Well, those were some good days, man. Like good days I always like remember. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, look yeah. at you now. You got a, a new album out. It's Yeah, fire.
0: man. appreciate that that's that's my baby man like that's you know definitely I view that as like my first like real real project Mm -hmm. show because every other project I put out before that it's kind of been like an EP like the one before that was called graffiti it was just something like fun that I made but this one is like like just me like this is yeah yeah yeah, this is me so Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's my baby
1: and like speaking on experiences and like how they help shape you and like the outward you know what you put out your work and all that kind of stuff do you feel like you would have even been able to write Teal and Beige without having going through the experiences that you went through uh leaving Marvin area going to yeah, A&E man. like
0: yeah man not not at all like you know I, <laughs> I definitely like mentioned it I think it just I mentioned like a little bit of it like just throughout the songs and you know, it was definitely, you know, after that year, like, I feel like I really changed, like, a lot, mm-hmm. you know, just going to school, like, you know, um, I was, like, two like two hours away from my family, and that's not really, like, a lot in most cases, like, when you go to college, but just being that far away from my family and just being in a, an environment that I'm not used to and, like, right. just doing a lot of stuff that I've never done before, talking to people i never talked to, so mm-hmm. it kind of gave me a different, like, outlook life so yeah I don't think I would have you know be able to write that you know if I never had that experience if I like stayed inside what I was comfortable with you know
1: yeah yeah it's a lot of relying on self and like not necessarily looking to the people behind you like what do you think do you think about you know and like (laughs) you have to like believe it for yourself now. Like if someone confronts you on an idea or something, you're like, all right, well, it really tests your character. Like, do I really believe what I think I believe? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, you really gotta stand by it, man. You really have to, you know, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of hard to learn. You gotta really stand by everything. Like, you know, if you like it, if that's, if that's what you stand by, then that's like what it is, you know? Yeah. Regardless regardless of everything else so i definitely that's something you up with, with hey, so i feel like that comes with trenches in the trench in the trenches in the trench tre- 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 in the trench trenches in the trenches in the trenches and the trench oh, and the trenches so so
1: yeah yeah That's no, true i think like for our generation it's weird we're like that in between mix of um our parents generation but also the new generation so yeah. um we're 90s kids we're like the end of that 90s i was born in literally 1999 so the end yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of the 90s yeah um it's weird now when kids are like i was born in 2000 2001 like like-,
0: That's what like my brother me and my brother literally always talk about this all the time like
1: mm-hmm.
0: people born in like 2001 like, like they're like 20 now like it's like what yeah. like how are these kids? Like y'all are kids, y'all are babies. And it's like y'all are in y'all twenties. It's just like so like, I don't know, man. That's that's crazy to me. And like it
1: feels the, crazy.
0: Yeah, and like the first line on my on the project, is on uh opposed with the pressure. The first line I start off with, I say last of the 90s babies. Like,
1: yeah, i
0: that was speaking like to my generation, like, and it's kind of it's a weird in-between, like cuz you know people born in like 92 93 94 like you know those are like 90s babies cuz we're not 2000s but we were born in the, in the 2000s but we were born in the end of the 90s but we did grow up with a lot of like very 90s stuff
1: yeah, know,
0: yeah yeah grew up like in a weird in between and um you know it's 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 like a weird it's like a weird generation honestly we were just kind of stuck like in limbo i feel like
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like that um like um I think for us the weird thing is like we know so much about the old generation like uh the things that were happening in the 90s um like but at the same time you see like it's hard to relate to the generation that's younger than us they like watch tv shows like I just the other day I was like watching tv and I was like Patrick has his own show now Like it's called the Patrick Star Show.
0: I was like, "What?" Somebody told me that like a week ago. I was like, "Yo, what are they doing over there, bro?" Yeah. Somebody told me that, and I was just like so confused. And like the generation below us, like they like know how to use like iPads, like just out the window. Yeah.
1: Like
0: like, mad young, already know how to like work it, and like phones are like iPhones. You know how crazy that is, like. Yeah. first like we had the flips we had the like y'all had y'all y'all first phone is an iphone 10 like that's i
1: had a freaking what's that phone with like the little oh a b c is like one two three and it's a d e f like with a little keypad that was my first phone no i I
0: had a little i had a little flip one
1: yeah
0: i had that and then like the one ones that like i never had like i had like
1: yeah, I, I mean, little yeah, blackberries I, I, and stuff.
0: Yeah, I remember blackberries were a big deal, but yeah, they, they don't have to go through that, man. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the weird thing. Like we remember that. Like we remember the horrible technology, and we. But yeah. at the same time, we're also part of that new generation where they're like, "Oh, all you young people causing trouble! All you <laughs> young people!" Like,
0: yeah, you. Got I don't it. know
1: those people. Yeah. <laughs> hey those young people I
0: don't know yeah yeah that's what I'm saying it's like we don't fall in because it's like we're I was born in the 90s but by the time we were actually like conscious and like you know what I'm saying it was the early 2000s so that's kind of what we really remember growing up in yeah born in the 2000s like it was it's just like a weird like it's like a weird thing
1: you want to hear something weird that a lot of young kids say what they say like like, they'll go up to old people. Well, not old people. I'd say, like, people our age, and they'll be like, so what was slavery like?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. They
1: literally don't know. They don't know that it was, like, 400 years ago. They're thinking, like, (laughs) this was probably, like, 20. And I don't know how old they think we are.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, how old do you think, like, how far along do you think, like, man
1: it's the crazy part is like when we were kids we never did that so I'm like uh, who is teaching you all this that's what I'm saying
0: bro there's these tiktok kids bro I'm telling you
1: (laughs) I don't even want to get into it (laughs) kids are crazy like I literally don't know and I'm sure it's not all of them but I'm like how what are y'all learning like that make y'all ask these questions like
0: that's crazy oh man if I was so are they asking like like 50 year olds this question like
1: they're asking like whoever's around them like you could be 27 they're gonna be like what was it like back then you're like back what I wasn't around back then like
0: I I don't know man that's sense of humor I guess I'm just not I guess we don't get it I I guess we just don't get it I guess I don't know that's for them to get because that's that's weird man yeah
1: (laughs) it's crazy I see like and even with the new Nickelodeon shows like I don't watch like Nick or Disney but like I turned it on one day and I was like what is this? Like I was like
0: have you seen like like uh like newer SpongeBob episodes? Yeah,
1: yeah. What are
0: they what are they doing, bro? Like That's I, what I, I said I've seen a couple of them not like recently but like a couple years ago. I'm just like is this like is this spongebob it's weird bro i don't know what they're doing like what kind of creative direction they're going towards bro but like that was like some like adult swim shit like,
1: yeah. hot, like,
0: like, animation. <laughs> i was like in the jokes it was just like it just wasn't like funny it was just like yeah. weird bro this just made spongebob like greatest
1: i noticed that too like a lot of the ratings i think the things that would have been like banned or looked down on when we were kids is now kind of like normal yeah. Yeah, and uh, I started sure. to see that happening with like Family Guy and like American Dad, but now it's just like everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah I love American Dad. I'll be watching. All the time. <laughs> Never said would be watching that too. But yeah, be you do. yeah.
1: Like what's the alien's name? He's hilarious. Roger. Yeah, Roger. Oh my gosh, he is too much.
0: Yo, did you know? You like you know who Seth MacFarlane is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he voices Roger and Stan on that show.
1: I knew he voiced I, some people, but I know he voiced both of them. Like, that's, that's such a dramatic same
0: guy. <laughs> that's yeah.
1: The same,
0: same with Rick and Morty. That's one guy.
1: Oh, wow. Hmm. I should one get into guy. voice acting.
0: <laughs> Man, what I would love to do that. That's kind of on my bucket list. I want to do that.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, that'd be so dope.
0: think like, a cameo, like, in a cartoon or something.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: I would
1: love voiceover. I think, I think too, with us being in this generation, it makes you have like a, like a even better pressure, like a greater pressure to do better, I think. Because like you kind of see where music is going, you see where TV's going, just art in general, like yeah. you've seen the really good stuff but then at the same time you also see the stuff that's like not so great and you're like dang i don't want to be on that side that's like not that great
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) you definitely and thing with social media too you see a lot like we're just exposed to a lot more like i feel like a lot of stuff has been going on but just like everything and everyone has a platform now so you just see a lot more of it like there's probably been some like crazy stuff that's been going on in the past but like we just see it now
1: exactly <laughs> that's what I always say
0: yeah we just see it so like we see the good and the bad you know and like with music too like people literally have like career like you could do I wouldn't say you could do like a lot of it yourself because I mean it's tough so I see why people have like teams and stuff but like you know you could really start a career like from your phone like from your computer (laughs) like that's what I'm saying like like you know what I'm saying you just need a laptop man you can do Mm -hmm. anything and like I recorded my whole project like Mm -hmm. in my room like only one song uh I think it's I don't know the word (laughs) but my song one time I recorded that like in the studio but like everything else on that whole project I recorded in my room like mm-hmm. sitting on my bed like on this laptop with my own mic. You
1: really can't tell ass. the difference like when you listen to it you really can't say oh that was yeah. recorded in his bedroom like oh I can tell like you can't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like a good mic and like someone who knows how to mix you know luckily Ryan produces and mixes like that's what I'm saying bro thank god. <laughs> round of applause for Ryan. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. It definitely helps to have the right kind of people around you. Like even me now, like I'm still building my circle, but like, I'm thankful for the people that God has placed around me. And like Devin has been helpful in like many different aspects, um, but yeah, it's definitely a process, and I agree. You should have a team because yeah. it takes all the stress and pressure off of like one person feeling like I only have so much time, so much money, yeah, so true. much like even talent. Like because talent takes time to build. Like that thing they say about ten thousand hours. Like yeah, I don't have that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need someone who has that already. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Like I I can only supply the hours. Like y'all gotta do everything else, bro. Like you know, what I'm yeah. saying? like. And, you know, it definitely works having a team because like when you kind of up and coming, you're just like, well, with anything like art related, like you're the social media person, you're the manager, you're the artist, you're the PR. yeah everything. <laughs> everything, you're every Like with this project, like, you know, I had to, I want not say make sure they were mixed because like Ryan did a lot of it, but I had to, you know, get the direction. I had to make sure like the videos are out at this time. Get all the songs recorded get the songs finished post post them get the artwork mm-hmm. Mail this part like it's like it's a lot man so i was like i see why people have teams like you know you're really doing a lot like i was really doing a lot so you know i see why that could happen but you know your your brother and ryan definitely helped a lot with that so shout out to them for it yeah <laughs> I'm grateful.
1: Shout out to Kuna Chrome and whatever Ryan's handle is. <laughs> Kuna
0: Chrome, shout out! This man has two different handles on Instagram. Shout out Ryan McMillan, RM. <laughs> <Shout out>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I guess that would like bring us to the end. I feel like we hit all of our points pretty much, just like that. Oh, one thing that I would say, one thing that I want to add in here. So, like back to like growing up in an area that's different from what our parents grew up with the reason that our parents had basically put us in these areas in the first place is because they want our lives to be different they want to give us different opportunities that they didn't have things like that 90s kid things and so um as a parent if you could see yourself like as a future parent would you do things like the same way your parents did them like as far as putting your kid in like a Area that might not have you know people that look like them, or do you feel like maybe it would be different by then? Maybe there'd be so many people doing this that they wouldn't have to worry about that.
0: Yeah, um, you know it's it's hard to say because you know I see like why I was put where I was put. (laughs) Same. (laughs) It's like I I said that
1: so casually, but I know what you mean. Yeah, no, no,
0: you know, you know, like because you know, because I'm just thinking from the perspective of like my dad or like my mom it's like okay like this neighborhood is like safe it has nice area whatever go to the schools the best school like this percent graduation rate you know what i'm saying like they have resources all that mm-hmm. so, so like i get that part of it right but, right you know it just i think like finding a balance between the two just like kind of growing up like um you know going to a good school that has a lot of resources has a lot that and I know there are some out there you know who are that are maybe predominantly black or you know black and brown whatever but also you know have the resources so you know I I would definitely try to find a balance um between the two so I, I really I don't know if I would stick my kid in like an all-white school where I'm one of 12 <laughs> yeah. black kids in my class because that's that was a little intense like so I'm not gonna lie
1: I'm not gonna lie even though I felt like our school was like very segregated I'm not gonna lie when I looked at those other schools around us I was like yo we had it good yeah because they were also like our school but the culture was different so they had the uniform or they had to they acted a different way, like, even though they were right up the street, it was, like, a whole nother mindset, and I was, like, yeah. we got nah, the better so. ones,
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 the best of a bad situation, for sure, yeah, but, uh, yes, yeah, definitely, uh, it's definitely different, I would definitely put my kid, like, I definitely want him to grow up around more people that look like him or her, yeah, you know? and that's definitely beneficial, and, you know, I feel like that's just important for, like, like growth, you know, Mm-hmm. just to identify with someone
1: yeah know, yeah
0: jump,
1: you know no I definitely agree um I think there's a way we could do stuff I don't know exactly but there's a way we could do stuff where it's like they can see both sides I think it's important for everybody white black don't matter everybody yeah. to understand like all cultures instead of just let's all conform to one culture nah like you should all know about each other
0: yeah um, for
1: sure. yeah yeah like um there'd have to be like definitely I hope someone comes up with some solution in the future because that's scary like
0: <laughs> yeah, I only
1: went for a few years like I feel bad for you bro like you were there for like man. a long time
0: <laughs> middle school bro was rough man middle school was rough like this oh stuff man was, like, I was like and just I was a kid so I was like you don't really process it at the time like right
1: right yeah it's like the afterthought like two days later like what a second well it's
0: trying? like also, I talk to my brother about it all the time. I'm like, yo, he really said that to me. And I didn't really, like, man, it's crazy. Middle school was a tough time, bro. Because, like, elementary school, like, nobody cares. y'all. Was right. Like, right. Everybody's a kid. No one really thinks about it. But middle school, like, people start learning, like, jokes and stuff. And, like, just being mean. Yeah. <laughs> middle school was crazy for me. Yeah, I did check a couple people. But, you know, luckily it wasn't too many got along with people for the most part but by the time high school got around it was it was whatever but, mm-hmm. yeah
1: one of the things that i love doing in middle school and high school like i don't know how this is going to come off but i just love checking people like and not just randomly like i wasn't that kid that just randomly went around yeah. and like ha ha, ha, ha let's yeah. <laughs> see if i can mess with today like no like i whenever someone said something crazy i was like ha ah, this is my moment because like i was like yeah. the quiet kid like i don't say much i don't bother people like that was just me yeah. like i'm just here to learn like literally And then if we cool, we cool. If we not, like, I don't know what your problem is. I didn't do nothing to you. Like, so um, I had a few (laughs) run-ins with some people who were thinking things and saying things. And, you know, I always handled it according to the situation. But I remember uh, we had an assistant principal and I'm not going to name names because this podcast is going on YouTube, but (laughs) um, I didn't like him. He was always like, um, um, like you could tell he had bias, you know? And I remember one day I got in a, a... disagreement with this one girl and the funny enough she was black this guy is (laughs) white and I was like oh here we go like the only other black person ever at this school and she fights me like this is crazy and then like um so I remember the it was something that had happened I don't even remember like that's how important it wasn't to like it was to me like I didn't remember it because I guess I was like "Hmm, who cares but so anyway he calls me in the office and he's like hey what's going on and I was like nothing much she just doesn't like me and I'm trying to go to school. And then he was all like, well, let's look at your grades. And I was like, wait a second. So you're going to look at my grades to determine if you should believe me or huh? not? Yeah, this is what he what does.
0: That have to do with anything. Like, right. what is
1: that? And he pulls up my grades and he's like, all right, straight A's, OK. What's this little this little D right here? And I was like, it was a bad test. It was a pop quiz. Like let it go. That's not for my whole. That was a test. It wasn't even like the actual grade. Yeah. And he was like, "Okay, okay, okay. You might be. All right. Okay." And I was like, "All right. What is what? Great thing? And then so he um keeps talking he's like yeah all right well you know what from what I can tell it's not too serious you know as long as you guys just continue to do your work you know stay out of each other's way and I was like all right what he's saying pretty much makes sense but then he gets to a point where he's like no neck rolling and I was like what are you talking about <laughs> he was like no neck rolling no eye rolling I'm like he doesn't even know what kind of person I'm in He just assume that because I'm black like ain't nobody freaking breaking their neck trying to show someone I... like I was like this guy needs to calm down
0: Uh, what that's that's so shit man
1: yeah and this is an adult so that tells you how bad it was right because it's like i
0: know who you're talking about too yeah because people can
1: only be like as good as like the examples that they have so it's like if the adults are like this well no wonder the like students are no better yeah
0: and i I, saw you just say some crazy crazy stuff to me too um this one teacher she was like bryson like I uh, I hit the nene at like a party I went to. And I was like, why are you telling me? Like, okay, like what you want me to say to that? Like, it, like, she just told me, like just went up and just told me that. I'm like, all these people in here, bro, you know, like just weird stuff like that. And it's like, in middle school, I didn't wanna repeat some of the stuff people said to me.
1: Gosh, yeah, it's so crazy. Like literally, I don't know if you know, but they had like a, uh, I saw years later after I graduated, they started a page that was like a, a Instagram page. It was supposed to be like, yeah. Oh, but yeah, all the it, crazy um, things that had happened yeah. or stories.
0: It was that happened. last year, wasn't it? They started last year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah they and they me. actually,
1: yeah, they had I two of them, them actually. They had one for the administration and then one for the students. And I was okay. like, yo, like, do yeah. they even know about this? Like the administration? I saw
0: some stuff too, bro. I was like, you know, I didn't know that happened. Like yeah I saw some stuff I didn't know what happened like you know what I'm saying one of those things where you're disappointed but not surprised
1: right yeah like, no, that happened all the time
0: yeah I remember scrolling through them and I was like oh like somebody said this like and it was like teachers too like you know like in your your case like a like a assistant principals like yeah. You know, like yeah man so I don't know if I would want to put my kid through that
1: yeah that's why I'm asking that question because like it's little stuff like that but like you take those things with you and that's what I mean about like experiences and changes in your life because it really affects your character like that's who you end up becoming but like for you I can tell you're more of an open-minded person so had you not been I don't think you would be doing the same things that you're doing right now like making music and you know you're able to be in different social circles and talk to different yeah. people
0: yeah but sure. not
1: everyone's like that, like, some people are, like, basically how I grew up, and is, like, who I am, like, that's, I'm not changing, you know, no matter what you show yeah, them, yeah. so I think it's important to have that balance.
0: Yeah, definitely want to be open-minded, but, you know, at the same time, like, don't say no crazy stuff either, you, exactly. know, what I'm <laughs> and, you know i I got some, you know, cool, cool people I grew up with, like, I definitely have white friends growing up, like I said, mm-hmm. I hang out with them a lot, they're cool people, like, Nothing against them or anything like that. But you know, so I did have that side of it. But I also went to AT. I do have, you know what I'm saying, friends who look like me. I have some friends who look like me, but don't act like me if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> on the other side of the tracks, you feel me? But
1: they are. Definitely
0: <laughs> you know, have some people like that too. So I feel like I'm able to
1: mm-hmm.
0: to blend in, like live in like both both areas but also at the same time like just
1: being yourself
0: yeah yeah i'm kind of the same way but you know i might say something may say it different or like yeah i'm saying i adapt so i could definitely exist in, in both worlds so yeah to take away from it
1: i definitely think that this is something that that is becoming more and more popular um throughout Time, the generations, people in America—it's um, definitely something that I think a lot of people will be able to relate to.
0: Um,
1: yeah. uh, the important thing is just having a culture. I always think it was funny because the catchphrase or the slogan of the school we went to was "passport to the world," and it was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm, which world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me not even go there. Let me just,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, most ironic, you know, said phrase for that school yeah
1: like it's crazy but I definitely think like for the future like you say though there are some good points about bringing your kid to an area that you feel is safer um they have more opportunities uh, yeah. they're able to learn outside of you know what the parents might have grew up in but I yeah. definitely think when uh people make those choices just sit your kids down talk to them show them other things other than what they grow up with yeah because I'm sure you've seen the kids that we went to school with who were not like us and who were like pretty much consumed in what they grew up with and you're like "Uh, do you not know that like
0: you know how many like names just popped up in my head right now I've had
1: moments I remember one girl. Um. Oh, I know there's so many names. I had one girl. Uh, We were watching a movie in the class and it was a movie about slavery. Like, I don't know why they always did this, but like, I was like, yo, this movie's racist. Like, and I was like, I walked up to the teacher and I was like, I don't want to see this movie. She's like, why not? I said, cause it's racist. And she was like, she just looked at me and was like, and I, and I just sat down, like I told you what I told you. Ain't nothing else to talk about, right? And then uh, so, then after she thinks about it a little bit, she's like, "You know what? She did the best she could, so I got to give it to her. She didn't know how to handle it. I get that." Yeah, she Writes yeah. me a note, and she's like, "If you don't want to watch this movie, you guys, you and you can take a friend to go out in the hallway and just do something else, work on another class or whatever, whatever." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, thank you." Yeah. Story. The uh, story. Long story short that other friend didn't want to go out in the hallway and then the other black person in the room was like i don't think this movie's racist and like <laughs> and i was like well that makes it look worse now now it just looks like exactly. i just like starting things with white people yeah and that's not true like <laughs> no
0: nah, that, that's what that's what it is and like there's this you know one dude off the top of my head like you said that like i'll be talking like my friends or whatever and he would every time he would come around me, he try to act more like, yo, what's up? I was like, it's just, just like, be I'm <laughs> yo, I know you, bro, like, relax. Like, he was like, yo, what's up, man? Like, nah, we ain't doing that. I was like, I don't even talk like that. Why are you talk like that around me? Like, yeah. You know? Like he was kind of trying to, like, be that guy, because I would see how he would act when he was not with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he would try to come, like, I guess he would try to, like, I don't know like not say like find a common ground but just like I don't know prove to me that he was like
1: yeah
0: I'm down yeah like you know yeah like I get it but it's like yo like I, I had known him for a long time but just like I don't know if he thought that's how I was but you know, it's yeah. like you be yourself, but you don't have to be like that around me.
1: Yeah, like, it's like chill. We don't do that here. Like it's fine. Yeah, just relax.
0: <laughs> like I know what it is with you. Like it's cool. And yeah, a couple other people like came to mind. And you know, um, I was uh, actually uptown like a couple weeks ago. I told my brother about this again. And uh, I was at this bar and I see, there's like a predominantly like white people in there. Mm -hmm. And I went with my friend. It was like like a plus one type thing. So I just went. And there was like this black guy I saw there. It was like two or three of them. And like, we sat down near like these couches, like a little lounge area. So I sat down with them and they, I was like, yo, what's up bro? He's like, hey, how you doing? Like, it was just like a very like, (laughs) oh, like that's okay. Like, it was a very like, I don't know, man, like, I thought we would have, like, like I said before, like a common ground, like, yo, like a little dab-up, but it's like, he's kind of for like, a little like, hey, how you doing? Like, and he was like my age, too. Like, he was like around our age. I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, not saying like, he wasn't like acting black, but like, you know, it's just like-
1: Be normal. I don't know. <laughs> Chill out.
0: Yeah, man, like, it was yeah. just, it was weird yeah
1: I definitely think um it's something that someone else said uh but if we had more conversations without being biased we wouldn't feel this way like if you go into a conversation like all right I see that you're white instead of saying I don't see color or I see that you're black but let me just talk to you normal (laughs)
0: like you would get
1: so much further you don't
0: have to like (laughs) do all that man you don't have to do all that like
1: yeah, yeah like
0: I don't see, and you always tell people like, "Yeah, I don't see color." You could be, you could be purple, you could be yellow, you could be green. It's like they always say that shit.
1: Oh my gosh! Crazy. If you were purple, I'd ask you if you need me <laughs> to, go to the hospital. Like there are the reasons I see color. Like
0: I, green, oh, purple,
1: yellow. They always do that. Rain, name the whole rainbow. You'd be
0: like, "Yeah, I don't care. About. I don't see color."
1: It's like that's not the problem. Like, I'm like no, it's not. It's like I can still respect you though. Like there, I can still be cool. Like I got white friends. And, and Black friends and Asian friends and yeah, etc. Like, it's it, it's not even about that. It's about what kind of character do you have? That's the right. most important, like, are you a rat? Like, then we can't be friends. It had nothing to do that you were like a white rat or a Black rat, like <laughs> yeah. you're a rat. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I don't think a lot of people think about things like that. Like, that's what's first, the character. Um there something else you had said that reminded me um you were saying about just the character of
0: um new, uh, friends like in your circle different kinds of friends in your circle too
1: yeah yeah um i think having like you say <laughs> solid relationships um is good people who uh rock with you people who um are not just looking at you as a color because i've had friends who like uh, fist bump like you don't fist bump anybody else why do you keep trying to put <laughs> your knuckles in my face
0: <laughs> i swear man it's like yo just act like be yourself like just be yourself bro like people just try to adapt like what they just do it like to like just go too overboard with it yeah,
1: what's no up problem. man like
0: what's up what's up playa
1: <laughs> you know one thing that i like to do i'm not even gonna lie i like messing with people so i noticed something when i was younger like i noticed how when black people say what's up they always go and whenever white people say what's up they always go
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. and then so
1: whenever i see white people always do this one <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just. <laughs> I'm telling you, when I used to do that, to people used to throw them off so bad. Like, I was having the greatest time. Like, I would literally make my own fun up. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got to try that if you haven't done it already. It's so fun.
0: Just a little downward nod.
1: And then they're like, they get a little shocked. Like.
0: Yeah, that's, like, almost, like, unnatural <laughs> <laughs> to me. Like, I'm just so used <laughs> to that. It's just, like, like I'm in the army or something.
1: Yeah, it's hilarious. I like doing things like that, but. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know how long you've been on here, but it's been nice having you on the podcast, Bryson. Yo, um,
0: it's been fun. Yeah. Fun. Um,
1: if there's anything you could tell your audience, your viewers, uh, people who listen to your music, uh, if you could give them a message just uh, about what you're about, what your music represents, what would that message be?
0: Man, so, you know, what I represent in my music is just honesty, honesty. Uh, raw emotions, um, you know, just saying, just, you know, living my truth, speaking my truth, speaking what I know, not trying to do anything else, not trying to be someone I'm not. What I say is what I say, how I feel, and, you know, I put that into the, into the, to the music, you know, as we were talking about, just be, be you, be yourself, that's how the best, best quality comes out in whatever that you do, you just do it how you want to do it. So you know that's kind of my message to the other to people. Stream Teal and beige for real. <laughs> Stream that song. Everything: Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever. Be your thing. So definitely appreciate that. Stream Teal and beige.
1: Yeah, y'all go follow him on his social media accounts: Instagram and whatever else you're
0: on. Right, <laughs> Bry- <laughs> uh, Bryson XW on Twitter. Bryson Maxwell without the without the A on Instagram Bryson MX Well
1: yeah so to recap our episode um i have my wonderful guest bryson here um we were talking about change Uh, we're talking about um how even though you come from one place in life you can always move up elevate change things you're doing it's important to have good people around you for whatever you are going to be doing in life and just be the change that you want to see be the change you want to see if you don't like people just fist bump me don't be that person If you don't like awkward conversations, don't hold awkward conversations. If you didn't like growing up in an area with people that didn't look like you, hey, don't do it to your kids. But if you are gonna do it to your kids, be smart about how you do it to your kids. Talk to them, have cultured children.
0: Talk to your kids, be cultured.
1: Exactly. And if you're a 90s kid like us, hey, we're right there with you. We feel the pressure that society has placed on us and we're gonna do better. So old people can't say, ah, Look at all you colored hair crazy people.
0: Exactly. I feel you.
1: All right, y'all. Peace and thank you for watching another episode of Jewels from the Trenches Podcast.
0: Trenches in the trench. in the trenches in the trench in the trench in the trenches 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 in the trenches.